Hi, everyone, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. We are coming to you live from the Lido House in on Lido Island. Yes. Newport Beach. Here's your water. This is a little house. That oh my I, gosh, I don't even want to drink it because it's so cute. Well, I, I hoarded a whole bunch of them so you can take a couple home. Um, you guys, I have, this has been like on my bucket list to see this. I want to say like this is newer, you know, living here in Orange County, Huntington, my whole life. Um, when a new hotel comes, it's always exciting. And although it's not new, it's been here for years, but I have not been here. Um, I'm definitely impressed. It's so cute. It's so um, nautical and it's, I really like it. Like, I wish I would have seen it during the day. I tried to get Chad to come home early. I was like, okay, like, or I was like, try, I was like, can he take Ronnie to dance so I could get here at like maybe three or something? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it's really nice. Cool spot for sure. It's a vibe. Yeah. I feel like we could have a meetup here for sure. Like, go do drinks. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly, the rooftop deck, which is the only rooftop deck lounge in Newport Beach, is not open on Wednesdays. And I was already going off about this. I'm like, I don't understand. If it's the only rooftop deck in Newport Beach, wouldn't you be open during, like, all week or take Monday off or Monday, Tuesday? But sadly, we didn't make it up there, but we did make it to the mayor's table and had some cockies as uh, Marisol would say from Miami and some snacks we got um what do we have brie bites which were so good we had um like avocado crispy avocado with like calabrian chilies and a chili mayo and and like by crispy it was like very sparse but it was like perfect yeah it was that avocado slice when it just had like little crispies on the outside like it wasn't a full bread like yeah it was totally something that like was good for my diabetes yeah avocados are great for my numbers perfect yeah there wasn't anything on there to fuck it up yeah totally so it was 18 dollars well spent on half an avocado (laughs) (laughs) absolutely and my 26 dollar cocktail was also well spent maybe not my cocktail was like, I mean, when do you ever see me finish a cocktail? Yeah. It was really good. So I had that one earlier. She had the Great Gatsby. And then I was all stoked because they had these kitchen cocktails. And I asked the bartender earlier, I'm like, well, what about these? Because they have, you know, the barcode thing to scan in your room, like what they're serving. He's like, I was like, oh, yeah, those are the restaurant ones. This, he was just at the bar. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll try the Great Gatsby. And it was good. And then when we got to the restaurant, it turns out the ones on the barcode, it's like their fall menu, but it's not, they didn't have it. And I guess it's good because I was going to try like three of them, but the one um, Holly had and I had, it's Tito's, whoa, late harvest wine, lemon, passion fruit, vanilla, lactic, and champagne. I mean, it was just very bright and yummy. I wanted to try the migration. Now, listen to this. It's rum, cream, pumpkin water. Like, what the fuck is that? Cinnamon, rose water, sherry, and saline. And all I could think of saline was like... An eyedrop? Or Tamara Judge's boobs or something. Uh (laughs) I was like, "Mm, I don't know about the saline. 
I thought Holly would like the SoCal Grasshopper, which is mint ice. Oh, I as soon as you posted the thing, I, that's what I had my eye on. Choc- white chocolate syrup, cream de cacao, Herradura tequila, burnt cinnamon, and spice. I like that part. Can you send me your recipe for um, like the pina colada? The nut case? Yeah. No, or like whatever you made for oh, me. Oh, the... Yeah. Like the one that's like super low carby and three ingredients. So yeah. Easy. Okay. Send that to me. Cause I'm, a, I want that for super bowl. I really, Oh, okay. I really wanted this one. Vanilla infused vodka, cold brew, house made macadamia nut milk, and then absinthe, which, eh. but I want, I want some house made macadamia nut milk. That sounds like super cool. This one is $28 Woodford reserve lime gingerbread rhubarb so that's tea right i think so So a gingerbread tea okinawa sugar because mm. hawaiian sugar apparently is not good enough black lime and then a streusel crust i mean they're so bougie with how they present them i mean i really think they're giving tom tom a run for their money with these ingredients yeah they really are tom, yeah tom sandoval would be flipping out um and then tell them about the steak that we almost got the tomahawk? Yeah. It's an aged tomahawk for, actually, it was a really good deal. It's only $190. Uh, what a deal. <laughs> so instead, we got that uh, $18. Avocado. Half avocado. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Worth every Oh, and the, and the truffle fries that were $18. <laughs> French fries. You know, in the little... Um, cylinder like a little you know the metal like they use for um the horse race mm. you know um in may kentucky derby yeah 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 you know the the mint julep cups. yes yes like in a mint julep, you all know what i'm talking about when they serve it in a little steel cup thing and i mean in their defense it wasn't just like truffle oil or truffle salt it was actually crisp crispified actual truffle shavings they were they were pretty deluxe so that explains the 18 dollars. but otherwise they're they were 18 dollar french fries again like very tom tom mm-hmm. yeah probably but more upscale yeah like same price same concept but delivered a little well more. i feel like with um with tom tom like they encourage like the tables encourage you to buy the little plates you know the appetizers and share right yeah but the tables are so it's like a tv tray and you're trying to balance all of these different plates and everything and then for some reason although they encourage you to share they're like odd numbers like it's like an odd number of things and yeah. like it doesn't evenly share. Right. Like there's just something doesn't quite flow. Like it almost does, but it's still like some chaotic energy. It's always going like on. three pieces for a, and then it, it's like it, there's four people yes. at dinner. You're like, mm. yeah, it's like a little off. Yeah. Yeah. They, um, what was I thinking about them? Oh, I, when we watched Jersey, um, Dolores had that beautiful table of all the, snacks and circuitry that looked stuff. amazing it did but i got lvp vibes and tom tom anxiety because it had so much food and the food looked phenomenal that i would have just wanted to showcase and look at the food and be able to like select properly but in between all of this shit were like big vases vases of flowers and like big bouquets yeah 
I feel like like funeral bouquets, like the charcuterie like layout that they do like that. It either hits or it misses. Like, I'm not sure what like the guests were expected to do with like the alligator bread or like the turtle bread. Like, yeah. are you supposed to like rip off a an arm? Like none of those women are going to sit there and chomp on some bread. So that was kind of like a filler. The flowers were a filler. Like yeah. where was like the nitty gritty like stuff that they could pick at? And like, yeah, no one's going to rip off an arm unless they're like Sarah from Heather Dubrow's part. Gretchen's friend. That yeah. Eats the rose off. The and cake. I felt bad for her because I mean, it was gorgeous and it looked like nobody was eating but i think that like you said they were doing their best to like pick around like the scenery it's overwhelming because you're not sure what's hidden yeah yeah there's have you ever been to um what's it called samba there's a few of them it's like brazilian steakhouse yes and then they have that amazing whole like like what might have been a salad bar at one point in life, but it's but all, all the trimmings, yeah, yes, and mm-hmm. the charcuterie, and and that's all designed too, but it's all like carved fruit and yeah, more usable, not yeah. like and and flowers are in there, but like this one, it was like weird random vases of flowers stuck all around. Yeah, I my a couple of my friends have hosted parties like that. Um, one that Bronwyn was at, and um they had one and it had flowers and everything, but it was much more like you could grab some pieces of salami and you could grab cheeses. Like it was easier to just get in there and just fill a little dinner plate, you know, like, or a dessert yeah. plate. Yeah. Yeah. I felt, I, but I felt bad for her cause I was like, I, I, it was beautiful. It just wasn't, it didn't, I don't think that she got the result that she wanted. I just always think about the leftovers. I'm like, what are you doing with it? Where's it going? Yeah, containers, and then are you really going to eat it? Yeah, I was somewhere recently in that, and it just stresses me out because I just think, don't waste that cheese. Yeah. (laughs) I get really like, package the bread up, package this. Oh, I know, it was was my black eye weekend. And I was just stressing out, there's all these things not eaten, and I'm like... We got to Ziploc all of it. You can't just waste all of this. Oh, they ha- there's like two massive charcuterie boards, like the boards, like a surfboard. And like, you know, again, because there was also food, it was just, you know, maybe one- people took one cube of cheese. And I'm like, right. dude, you didn't need two. And even one, there was, it was like. I know. It's always such a tragedy. And then they ran out of Ziploc. So yeah. I'm like, now what? That I feel like that's one of like the biggest like party planning things that I've learned like through the years like that have embarrassed me when I'm hosting is a running out of Ziploc baggies or people being like, hey, like get some Tupperware out. Let's put this stuff away. And then I panic because I'm like, I didn't get my Tupperware together. Like this all looks disgusting. Like (laughs) I I wish I would have bought new Tupperware to get out like for this so people could take it. Like now I make sure that like I have to go stuff so people can pack up stuff and cheap ones yeah. yes but like being prepared and not having to dig through your cabinets like in front of everyone lids. yes it's like oh my god <laughs> or it's gone through the um dishwasher so it's kind of like naughty yes and like stained yeah like there's nothing wrong with it but it's right. like i don't want to give it to someone yeah. or i don't want them to see it and like maybe like putting the stuff in like <laughs> go, yeah like okay holly Ugh. All right. Well, we have some birthdays. We guys, we do have the winners of the Sandoval merch to announce. So, oh, and someone, okay. 
someone did chime in that they really, they were excited when we talked about revisiting some things and being a little more unfiltered now, like the Kentucky castle. Oh, and they were super excited. So we got to do that. It's fun. I was sitting, I was sitting in my room today, you know, thinking about coming here today and just like bringing like a freshness to the podcast and keeping it like very Vanderpump rules and branching out a little bit. And um, yeah, the first thing I thought of was the Kentucky Castle. Like there was just truly so much that we didn't tell. And I think it'd just be fun to reopen it. And then I started thinking about all of our interviews, like even um, like our first Jeremy interview. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that we didn't talk about. We actually have an unreleased video from that. We filmed that whole thing. And so I think it'd be kind of cool to release that like on Patreon or something. Uh-huh. Not that it's much to look at, but it's interesting, you know, like it's it's such a throwback. Our, our first faith interview and how we did it. Our faith interview <laughs> and then, you know, getting into like our Paul interviews. Like there was a lot that happened Ooh, at those. We really talk about the Paul ones. That we didn't, like even just getting a drink with them. Like I know we kind of got into it, but we were careful. Like now we could just yeah. let it fly. Fuck Max. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And f- uh, fuck James is dad suing people. Yeah, a cease and desist. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we, we heard you. Um, shout out to Mary L for that suggestion. But we're going to be doing some of that fun stuff. Uh, well, speaking of James, he was on Lala's podcast today. So as we talked about last couple of weeks, he's been seen with this girl and she was at the Canyon Club now, I didn't recall, like, because, you know, I, I saw him with his boys. I didn't see him with a girl. Um, I know he was talking to girls and, like, hitting on a couple girls or, quote, unquote, inviting them to his after-hours party in his hotel. But this girl was there. So, as he explains, he met her there, like, with a group of friends that are, like, super fans. And uh, that is the girl he is dating now. He mentioned that people were in the industry. He said that too. Industry friends. Yeah. Um, Which tracks with who we think it is. And he was saying he's kind of like a one track mind woman person. So like Lala was basically saying you should just bang it out. And like if there's a season 10, just parade in the girls. And he's like, oh, I don't know. Like, cause right now he's like into this girl and he's like, I'm, when I'm with someone, I just want to be with them. So. I mean, that's cool. If it, Yeah. I kind of like that. But how do you explain hope? <laughs> uh, that was just a Dodie storyline. Yeah. Or, and I think some people he's not truly into. Well, that was Raquel that he was with. I mean, hope. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. He was still drinking and drugging and Coachella-ing, although Raquel wasn't, was there with them. Yeah. Allegedly. I don't, I, I enjoyed the podcast today. I thought it was, um, it reminded me like why I love podcasts. I love when it's the same thing as like filming a reality show. Once the cast members get comfortable enough to not remember that the cameras are there that's when the magic happens and it kind of felt like that with this podcast like it was just two friends talking and 
it wasn't like the typical podcast format. It was like a little more like, I I don't know. Like it was, I kind of forgot that I was listening to a podcast and I literally thought I was in the room with them, which I think is what you always want to happen with a podcast. Um, Yeah. I just noticed and I heard a lot of people um, give feedback, the same kind of feedback in our group was that they kept kind of talking at the same time and over each other and then they'd start a story and it was like sounded really interesting I couldn't wait for them to go on yeah they were gonna like get juicy about past seasons and stuff and then they would Big like Bear and other things and then they just trail off and they'd try to bring it back but then they, they're like well forget it we already talked about it. let's move on I'm like yeah no I wanted that story yeah um both of them have kind of that personality where they just kind of get distracted and then I really had a hard time with the sound um I was listening in the car and I kept having to turn it up really loud and then down I think James was pulling his mic away from his mouth a little bit or something he was sitting yeah afar or had yeah it almost sounded like they were working off of one mic like that's what how bad it sounded but I know because yeah. every once in a while he'd put it close to his mouth and then I would hear it. So it was hurting my ears. I'd have to pull it away when Lala talked and then like shove it up like when he did because I couldn't hear him. But like you yeah. were saying, Stassi was good about that. She's like, speak into the mic. Yeah, hold like, the mic up to your mouth and don't move it. You know, <laughs> yeah, I've heard Sheena do that, too. So, yeah, Lala, take a note from your elders. Um. She also said, well, it also just made like, does she not have a producer right now? Because I feel like a podcast producer would have either sound corrected that or stepped in and been like, the audio's not good. You know what I mean? Like, it, it seemed like she was a kind- good point. I know um, Jess was there. Um, but yeah, oftentimes they do reference the producer. They're like, hey, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I also felt like when in the beginning when they were kind of doing their intro and like catching up on and doing voicemails and stuff like that, um, when her assistant was like, oh, yeah, like when the James interview happened, I literally had to like put my hand over my mouth to contain the laughter. And then Lala kind of swooped in and was like, you mean the interview that we filmed earlier today? Because we just recorded this segment a little bit before. It was like a weird. It's like, yeah, why does it matter when you recorded it? Yeah, it was weird. Like. <laughs> No, no one cares about that. Yeah. So then she called out, I think when she was talking with Jess, oh, all you internet sleuths and you Reddit people, you think you found the man I made out with and you're wrong. You're wrong. Like if you were my PI, I'd fire you after she also said, oh, the, the fans, the internet sleuths, the Reddit people could also solve any cold or Bravo fans could solve any cold case. So I'm like, which is it? Are, are you going to fire us? Or she's like, yeah, there's some Instagram accounts and some other people talking about the man I was with and it's not him. And I just want to say like, leave these people alone. They're my friends and they didn't sign up for this. I thought she, yeah, she kind of like said, it's not the guy, but we were just on a group date, but that there's other men too. So it's not just that like she, it was like a kind of a mess how she was defending it. She's like, leave him alone. He didn't sign up for this. He doesn't want any part of this yet. The person that we talked about that everyone else was talking about, he like restoried all the posts. Like he was all about it. He was like Pete Davidson. (laughs) Yeah. Without the big dick. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think Doth protesteth too much and Lala is channeling early Lala when she was so adamant that 
like she was with an NFL player and not Rand and not a married man and like to throw everyone off. I'm like, you've done this before. So you're making such a big deal out of it. I don't believe you. Yeah. Um, and like, to be fair, like I, I, I wish that she would just come out and be like, you guys, like, this is all just kind of new. Like, I'd like a little bit of privacy, like, just until I see what's going on, especially with Ocean and everything. Like, I want to be extra careful. But she didn't do that. And she, she it's very she challenged s- us. similar to the stance she took back in the day. Yeah. It feels familiar. And that challenges people. So you're going about it the wrong way. Yeah. If you ask for empathy and... You know, I appreciate that you take such an interest, but right now, like, I really don't want to turn any. But she would, off. Ki- she would kind of flip flop on that too. Like at first, I was like very offended by what she said too, but then she was like, "But you know, those sometimes when you read the Reddit posts, you got to kind of give them credit for like how much time they put into it." And da da da, you know. So it's like she appreciates it when it's in her favor, I think. And I mean, I'm sure that's how I would feel too. That it would be like annoying if someone cracked a case on me and. I don't know. I got to be careful. Yeah. So the rest of it was, well, James was going on a rampage about how hot he is. And if you don't think he's hot, just check out his Instagram. And I'm going to say he's not wrong. His Instagram is on fire lately and he's looking very hot. But he's also looking very roidy. Yeah, I mean, I know he's been working out, so it could be, you know. Mm, he's natural. a very thin guy, though. Suddenly, and he, he always packed, has been. <laughs> just like he broke up with Raquel, and now he's packed on like 50 pounds of muscle. I don't think so. <laughs> That's true. And he's like complaining because he's like, well, I'm the hottest guy on the show easily. He's like, people say, oh, but we like Schwartz. He's so nice. He's like, Schwartz is a dad bod. I'm, I'm the hottest guy on the show. So I don't understand why I have the lowest number of followers. He's like, I don't even have a million. And all of you are like, you know, one to two million. And it's like, yeah, because it's shit like this. It's like, let other people say it about you. Like you have no humility. You're cocky as fuck. You don't really engage your fans for the most part nicely like you put up with them if you have to in person but you he's constantly insulting people like if they don't like if they aren't a certain standard of beauty in his eyes they're not they're worthless people yeah you know how he insults people in the midwest or that have jobs that are not in entertainment they are less than right and that turns people off and it's like yeah there's a lot of people that can't stand lala a lot of people that can't stand sheena but they do show some humility at times or they engage with their fans and show appreciation. So it's like it balances it out. I feel like lately he's been trying like he's, but it's like very outside of his comfort zone. Like when he was in Florida for his friend's wedding and he went live, like he went live for, I think we talked about this on the last podcast, but um, he tried to sit there and sit with his fans and like he could barely do it like you could it does not come natural to him you yeah. know what I, like he he just doesn't like people i don't know it's very it, bizarre yeah well he said he can't be bothered you know it's like they're not important yeah to him where i mean i do appreciate lala was complaining about you know haters and trolls but she said but also at the same time they're the reason we exist you know yeah. our show she, um, I feel like Lala has been getting some kind of like good direction in her social media thing. Like I loved the post she did the other day where she was, um, 
you know, she was addressing how everyone says her bounce back is so great. And she kind of listed some insecurities that she had, you know, like she was like my one boob, like this whatever and this and my ears and that. And she's like, what are you guys insecure about? Like what, it, what is, what is it to you? And like so many women were sounding off about, you know, like sometimes when you read them, it seems stupid. It's like, really? Like you're insecure about your left ear. It looks like yeah. to me, it looks great. Um, but she actually took the time or someone took the time to answer and say like, Oh my God. Like she literally answered a lot of people's comments and it was like That's a good. super positive thread where it was just like nice to see other men and men were chiming into men and women saying things that they're insecure about and how they deal with that. And it was, I was like, Lala is capable of so much. I think that's why so many of us get frustrated with her is it's like, cause she has this potential to reach like, you know, whoever. And when she's good, she's good. But when she's bad, she's bad. Yeah. And she's hustling and promoting and like, not all the cast does that. Like, we were talking about that at dinner. Just, I don't, I don't want to say lazy or unorganized, but like, they're just, we just see so many things that could have been like easily done to propel their promotions more. Where she's really good at that. It's just yeah. on it and hustling and yeah. after it and engaging people that are pretty naturally b- buying yeah. and supporting her mm-hmm. products. She supports them right back and shares that stuff. Um, not a lot of the others do that, and they're missing the boat. Totally. Because it just makes people want to buy more when you do that. Absolutely. And when you don't do it, it makes them want to buy less. Yes. And it's just little things. Like I I think we can make comments about each um, cast member, what they're kind of good at doing. Like Sheena's really good at to replying at DMs. Um, Lala's great at restoring if you buy any of her product. Um, You know, but some of them kind of struggle in that where sometimes like you'll buy something and you'll post it and it's like crickets. And you're like... Why did I just do all of that for nothing? Like it, it mm-hmm. stings a little. Yeah. Well, and you just think you're missing for something so easy. You could sell a lot more by, you know, just throwing a little bone. Yeah. Yeah. People really, I mean, I don't know how many times I've, I've seen in our group, like, Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm fangirling out. Sheena actually replied to me or, so-and-so actually replied to me and it's always the same cast members that do or don't. Right. But it goes so far and it, and I've even seen it there. They've left a bad comment or not so great comment. And that person replies, they flip and it changes their mind on them and then they become a fan. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you guys, you could do yourselves some favors. Just be a little more engaged. And I feel I feel like in the past maybe you could kind of give them a pass and be like, they're exhausted. Like I some people just like are not physically able to do social media. It just takes too much out of them. But I feel like now with things really slowing down, um I personally, if I was one of them, I would want to keep my fans, my followers, I would want to keep my community that I'd built from the show. And so it's just like a little shocking to see that like some of them are just now kind of getting it. Well, even like if you take us, for example, there's, you know, not really anymore. Does anyone else talk about Vanderpump rules? But there was a there was a time a few centuries ago when other people talked about Vanderpump rules. But then when it was over, it was over. And then you'd hear from them nine months later when the season started again. Uh Mm -hmm. I can't imagine doing that. I would feel so out of touch with all of you guys. Yeah. It would be like, a breakup every year. Yeah. 
So, yeah. So, um, I know so many of you guys have asked to in our Facebook group and messaged us and said, are, is it true you guys are possibly going to do a Patreon? And yes, we are. We have like probably a good like three started like with some like super fun subjects for you guys. Um, and Sarah has some ideas too. She's going to cover some different stuff. And I talked to Chad today and he says he's down to bring back retro Vanderpump rules. So he might pop on it every once in a while. And um, I think it's really going to be fun. Cool. So we'll probably roll that out in the next couple weeks or so. Yeah, definitely. One person we will not be having on is James because James hates podcasts. And yeah. He said that on all us and I'm like, all I could hear was Jack's. I hate podcasts. They're stupid. Except for James, you had one. Yeah, James, what happened to yours? <laughs> it's not about the podcast. It's like, hmm, I wonder why you hate him. But he's, he's, he made a uh, it, exception for Lala, but only Lala. And he's like, yeah, I know I've got other friends that have podcasts, but only you, Lala. And I thought, that's kind of shitty for Sheena and Katie because Sheena's always had your back. Katie has been very supportive of you lately. And I was thinking back to... I would love... I would like so tune into the James and Katie one. <sighs> yeah. Did that? Yeah. I was just flashing back to last... I believe it was last season when they were at Tom Chom and Logan and Lala were in Raquel's face and she was denying and refusing to hear the Logan truth. And Lala's like, it's true. She's like, I don't believe it is. It is true. It is. So I'm like... James, how are you so loyal to her that clearly this isn't something you want talked about? You want it shut down and Lala keeps bringing it back up. So why are you loyal to her and not like Sheena Sheena and Katie? I don't know. Just noted. I mean, I know they go way back and they're like, you know, a duo, but... That's that's like a major thing. I also felt like there was a outing. A, there was a point in the podcast where they kind of wanted to bring up Brock, and James was like, "I'm not going there. I'm not going there." Did you hear that? No, because the, they kept talking. I I would rewind. I'm like, "Wait, what did he say? Or what did she say?" Yeah. Um. Huh. So I was like, "Go there! Like, come on, let's go there!" But um, yeah, both of them were like, "Yeah, we don't want to go there." So I was like, hmm. I, I mean, maybe I was wrong. Maybe it wasn't about Brock, but I thought it was. Yeah. There's just some th- times like I, there was one thing that sounded really juicy and they laughed and they're like, oh yeah. And I was like, what? Wait, what? And I couldn't figure out what they yeah. said. Yeah. that It was frustrating. So that's that. Um, Sheena and Brock did. I thought I was looking at a flashback but it's it's an engagement shoot. So another photo shoot. So look forward to some more wall canvases of Sheena and Brock. 100%. Um, just so Sheena, you know, like just so on brand for Sheena to, I mean, not saying that she can't take photos, but it's just like, just Sheena. <laughs> Consistent. Yeah. I mean, they were pretty. Yeah. I loved Good Little fam- Summer in them. Yeah. That was so cute. Family shot. Yeah. All right. Let's get to some, a couple birthdays. We, um, we missed because you added it late. No, maybe you didn't. On February 5th was Tom, who, Gerzabinski. 
Okay. Did I say that right? Grzybinski. Grzybinski. Let's just go with the first one. Grzybinski. All right. On February 10th, Ashley Steckert's daughter turned seven. Aw. On today, February 9th, Tony Mary. I think we said that last week. On February 12th is Rebecca Johnson and also Lydia Dalkey. Um big contributor to the Facebook yes. group. I've been on a um, huddle with her on Sheena's huddle. So we'll get to meet kind of virtually. February 13th, Lisa Manick Hackman. And February 19th, Christy Bits. So happy birthday, you guys. Now the Sandoval and the most extras merch winners are and we will email you guys asking for your mailing address but we have Lauren Schrader Patty Biskopsky Leslie Edwards Emily Kallstrom Amanda Hackbarth and Aaron Reddick so we will email you guys or if you hear this before we email you send us your mailing address and we'll get the merch out Nice. Have you watched Pam and Tommy yet? No, I couldn't watch it today. I tried, but... Yeah. Well, I watched the three, and then I think today or yesterday, they released three more. So, But yeah. I will catch up on that for next but yeah, time. yeah, no kids in the room. I, I, I told... Sarah's like, did you watch it? I'm like, I try. Like, I was like... I think it was just Daisy home. Ronnie was at school, and I was... Like, I just put it on... And like I went to go like do the dishes really quick, like at you know whatever. And I come back and it's like, ah, uh, uh, pound me, my bu-. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, what is happening? Well, better Jay Z to hear it than Ronnie. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was just like, well, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, definitely don't have a watch episode two where you see full balls, bush, penis. Oh my gosh, yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch this late at night, <laughs> and it's good. I didn't realize all the whole backstory it's great he's a dick yeah i can't i can't wait to see it i didn't know he was greek or that his dad's from minnesota no way yeah okay so we're gonna talk on jersey um i watched oc but holly didn't get a chance to because we were drinking our 26 dollar cocktails well i got the early feed um but first, we want to quickly talk to you about our sponsor this week, Thrive Cosmetics. You've guys heard us talk about Thrive before, and we're back because we've tried more of their products and are excited to share what we experienced. Um, you guys have heard us talk a lot about trying different skincare products. Um, previously, we tried their makeup products, but this time we tried more skincare, I, ma- more makeup products, but also skincare. So um, it was pretty cool. I mean, I'm pretty picky about ingredients and also kind of policies when it comes to products I use, you know, things like around animal cruelty. Um, So Thrive Cosmetics is cruelty free, which is so important um, for us, but also it's 100% vegan and there's no parabens, sulfates, phthalates. Um, So it kind of checks both boxes uh, for me. But more than that, I like, actually like the products. I like the the liquid lash extensions mascara, which is 
they're a bestseller. They have like 15,000 five-star reviews. Um, what it, it kind of mimics the look of lash extensions, which is great because I am not down for getting lash extensions. I don't have the patience for it, the time for it, the upkeep. I just, it's, you've done it. Yeah, I'll chime in on this for a second. So I've had lash, lash extensions for about a year and then COVID hit and it was like literally devastating um, because I couldn't even get them removed because everything was shut down so much. And so I ended up losing a lot of my eyelashes and we're, you know, almost two years into this pandemic and now my lashes are finally back. And when I tried this mascara, I was shocked. I was like, I, I felt like I had my length. Um, it stayed on all day and I was like super impressed. And it's, I've had a hard time finding a mascara. So if you're looking for a good mascara that gives you that length, I would definitely try this. We also tried their Brilliant Eye Brightener. Um, now I had this before, just in like your kind of like standard highlighter color, but this time I wanted to try something different. So I got a rose gold tint and I know it's used for different things, but I put like a little on the inside of your eye and like for an evening look and it really like kind of makes your eyes pop and like glimmer in the evening. Um, but it really brightens your eyes so you can use it in the daytime. Did you try that? I don't know if I got the same one as that. I got something different. A different tint? A different, Yeah, a different tint. But yeah, I really like it. Um, now, their skincare products. So this is new to me, um, but I liked that they have this leave-on overnight mask called the Overnight Sensation Brightening Sleep Mask. Um, that was just, you put it on, you sleep on it, it's just super moisturizing, made my skin really smooth. Um, there's also a cool uh, Defying Gravity Eye Lifting Cream, um, and I'm obsessed with like eye creams, eye serums, eye gels. Um, so I loved trying this and I've been using it every day. So yeah, same um, with me. Like I, I feel like I don't always know where to look for. I know you're like super into skincare and you always have like the coolest stuff. But for me, sometimes I'll go around just like Rite Aid and look for stuff and I will spend tons of money on stuff that doesn't work. So the, the night mask I loved, like I felt like my skin just like drank it in. I really, really liked that. And then the eye cream too. Like it was just nice, like knowing, like I read about it and it worked just like it said. So I'm down with that. Yeah. I like, uh, one-stop shopping for makeup and skincare with, um, you know, you can trust the products and they're cruelty free. They also have their Bigger than beauty promise. So for every product purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive. Um, for example, women emerging from homelessness or surviving domestic abuse or fighting cancer, um, all sorts of causes that they are helping women um, get through. So I like that. So they're giving back as well. So now you pumpers can try Thrive Cosmetics and get 15% off your first visit when you first order, when you go to thrivecosmetics.com slash pumpers, that's thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash pumpers and get 15% off. Nice. Okay, so let's talk about Jersey. Okay. So we start... Um, they kind of rehashing about Marge announcing the affair at the party, which, you know, isn't cool, but given all the shit Jen had said to her in the past, um, it, it's kind of payback. I, I don't 
you know, I didn't realize this was like 10 years ago. So it's kind of like, really, you know, you're, you're bringing something up that happened 10 years ago. Like they've had children since then, like, let's move on. But I guess it makes for good TV. And Margaret had, had, I guess a reason to throw it back. I mean, when you're, I would say like last year when Jan was talking about how everyone's probably jealous of her lifestyle and her husband, if the affair had happened around then or in the last two years, it would be more applicable and relevant and justifiable. But we're going back 10 years. It's kind of like, mm, it's a reach. So, um, I don't know that much. Like I, I'm watching the show, but I don't know like kind of like their kids and stuff. It was her daughter, Olivia's birthday. Mm-hmm. But when she said she said that this happened when she was pregnant with her fourth kid, so oh. is her fourth kid ten? I think so. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, was she have like four or five? Yeah, I'm, I'll have to look back. Go go through the kids. Yeah, because I I don't know. Like maybe I was off on, but like I didn't even seem like that. Olivia was ten, but maybe she was. So maybe she's the fifth. Maybe. Yeah, it seemed like she was like eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because she was like, oh, I did note this. I'm like, she's like, made sure for the cameras. Now, remember, you only get this soda because it's your birthday. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm. and I loved how like her pool and like hot, like it was like so luxurious, her pool and waterfalls and like resort style, right? Mm-hmm. And like, the slide and then they brought in the bouncy slides as well but then like they have like the cheap two liter plastic bottle that you gotta screw off yeah like not mini cans or bottles and they're like now put that back in the cooler so it stays cold i'm like that's such a good point i mean relatable and cool yeah mad respect because like you don't want to spring for the mini cans yeah (laughs) that's such a good point i didn't even think of that because it is so annoying yeah using those things but at the same time when you're trying to offer like different options for everyone i hate spending that money on because i don't drink it so whatever's left over so you do just want to cheap out and buy that plastic bottle but that does not work it doesn't work like it's like get a couple 12 packs not with kids yeah now yeah get some capri sun now they have the mini mini cans so if you don't want to give the kid a whole can yeah some capri suns yeah (laughs) That's hilarious. So, I mean, Dolores was cool. She's always the calm, cool, calm, cool voice of reason. I mean, Louis, 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 he seems pretty cool. I mean, he's very supportive and seems pretty chill. I'm still super suspicious on him, though. Like, just everything we've heard and that has come out. So I feel like the way I'm feeling about Louis is the way, like, a lot of you feel about Brock like yeah he seems cool but we're suspicious we don't trust it yet mm-hmm. so I don't know TBD and Louie yeah 100% same vibe there okay um okay so yeah I thought this scene was really gnarly I thought that um not that I didn't a uh, same thing like not that I didn't agree with Margaret bringing it up or whatever but it was just like super awkward yeah um and out of nowhere, like, and just given that it was 10 years ago, it was like, why is this coming up? Like, you're desperate for storyline for the show. Like, and then I just felt like 
Jennifer was like super annoyed that this is coming out and how it's being brought up and that her children are, you know, going to be exposed to this and all of that. But I felt like it's her husband's fault. You know, like you really can't blame somebody just for bringing it up when like it yeah. actually did happen. Yeah. And you admitted that it happened. It was well, like, and you went overboard to say how great your life was, how perfect your husband is. Yeah. And then she's super judgy on everybody else. Like she flat out like came at Margaret insulted Margaret's mother. She's like, you guys have had affairs, like saying they're just trash, disgusting people because they've had affairs. Yeah. And Margaret's like, yeah, 30 years ago. So she's, or she's talking about stuff that happened 30 years ago. So in that respect, 10 years, yeah, bring it up. Like I'm, I'm no Jennifer Aiden fan. I never have been. Um, I, I am a Margaret fan. So this was, I didn't hate it. But I do think it was kind of like, hmm, this was kind of coming out of. Do you think that they hit her like out of left field? Do you think she didn't know that this was going to get brought up? Did it feel like that? No, because they show flashbacks and like she'd been warned. Like Jackie said that she's like, really? Because there's a lot of stuff about Oh, yeah, you. I and, saw that. I saw and that. Margaret alluded to, you know, so they've just. They've waited. It's they've like, done what VPR did for Lala. They protected her. Yeah. And she kept pushing the buttons. And once I think Margaret let it out because she heard Jennifer still fishing around trying to get this um, Jackie thing yeah. to pan out. And that pissed her off. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about Gia. I just wrote, she's so much more mature than everyone on the show. Now I saw like a lot of chatter online about like people not being like, they did not like the way that she spoke to joe or you know her quote-unquote elders um but she kept her cool i personally didn't have that feeling yeah he was the one that kept getting all excited and yelling and she kept it i just i i just like imagine like of course joe went through something too with losing his parents and Mm -hmm. everything but like you can't discount what gia went through like joe's never had his mother be in jail Joe's never had his father be like, just like all these things, like you can't discount the experience that she went through. And it's different that they both have different experiences. And I, I thought she kind of did a good job of trying to say that, like, look, like she took care of her siblings. Yeah. And she, and she's still trying to protect them. And I don't know. I just, I wasn't, I didn't see how she was handling anything. Like I wouldn't classify it as bitchy. Yeah. Like, I didn't think she was being a little spoiled brat or anything like that. Like, no. Um, I don't, I, and I also really enjoyed seeing her on my TV. Like, I thought it was like kind of like a natural progression of her turning into an adult. And now she wants to say what she wants to say. And Joe, like, constantly throws little fits. And to have her kind of be like, Joe, that's not going to work with me. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care that you're stomping off and I'm not going to like engage in it. And it like really made him look dumb. Yeah. So it was like pretty satisfying. And then, um, like even Melissa, like she's like, don't, you can't smile. Like when Joe's over there crying over you like that. And she's like, that's not what I'm doing. Like she was not having it. Yeah. It was, she had her own back. And in the coming attractions, it looks like all of the sisters, yeah. Are going to go come, at him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I agree with Joe and his feelings on Joe Giudice, but it's to the point he needs to like let it Could go. Could you imagine though saying that to like 
his daughter. No. Like even if you ha- even if you hated like someone in your family, like you wouldn't be like you wouldn't like take it out on a kid. kid. Yeah. Who like you know like he's he's so he's so hurt by how Gia's treating him and everything. It's like she obviously cares about him too. So for her for him to act like that towards her and kind of use that as a weapon is really manipulating and horrible. I mean it's her dad. Yeah. So yeah, I think he needs to move on, let it go, and just not speak about it in public where like their kids like he can still bitch about it to Melissa or Teresa if he wants to, but like And then I wasn't sure how I felt like you you know I wasn't sure how I felt how like Teresa right away was like, Oh my god, like they kind of made up, you know, Gia went back over there, talked to him and like they kind of like said, Let's move forward, whatever. And Teresa's like, I'm so happy. Oh, I'm so it's like I'm happy. And I'm like, well they're You know, yeah. like when you're like fighting with someone and then like that person who's like kind of like been by your side is like, Oh good, it's over. Like it's like no <laughs> if you knew what we're fighting about, it's not. Like just keep your mouth so shut. Let's s- let's not celebrate it yet. She's so simple though. Like her mind just it can't keep up. Like my favorite was she still keeps double downing when they're like now Teresa even the producers did it the cast did it but the producers did it in her confessional too they're like do you understand now kind of the parallel of why it was hurtful for you to say these things about Jackie and Evan when you're defending Jen and like they shouldn't have brought that up about Jen and Bill she's like no because I was just commenting on a rumor uh, you can't talk about the truth and it's like what <laughs> in what world does that make sense um, every time I watch this show, it. it like almost gives me like the warm and fuzzies to my past, like in my thirties, um, <laughs> a particular friend who just is like so similar to this person. Like I cannot even, uh, she's so freaking entertaining. Yeah. I mean, it's just like you, you just can't stop watching. She truly doesn't comprehend. No, the it's, point. it's great. Yeah. It's great. Just doesn't get it. No. And you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I guess we just accept it then. But it's it's there's yeah, it's also so fun to there's watch. also like really funny things and like a, a, a person that I'm remembering to in my own life, like they they Teresa has such a, a way of like calling people out, like still like using like how she's dumb. Not dumb, but like clueless. Like she'll be um, Andy, I don't know these words of ingredients. Yeah, or, or like she she shows up to the pool party for that little girl for Olivia or whatever, and she's like, "Where's Olivia? I want to say happy birthday to Olivia." And like Jennifer's like, "Okay, like she's out there," but she's like, "Well, I want to say she's like, well, it's actually not her birthday. It's at her birthday's actually in January, so she never gets to have a pool party. So we're doing a pool and and like just like all of us viewers were like, what? Yeah, Teresa's like." Oh, okay. <laughs> like she's just also really good at like like she'll ask like a question and be like, "Why?" Yeah. You know, like it's oh, it's just good. Okay, so All right, let's see. So the pool party blah blah blah, nothing really happens there. Um and okay, so now they're in the house and 
the the husband is literally hiding upstairs because he does not want to come down and deal with any of this ish, which convenient. He's the one who did it and he's up there hiding while his poor wife is having to face all this crap. Like I would pay for it. That would really anger me, you know, where it's like you come down here and answer the questions. Like, why am I like having anxiety and shaking and crying about something that you did? Yeah, true. Um, so they um, they're all in the kitchen and she kind of breaks it down to the girls and tells how it all happened. And it's heartbreaking. She says that she was pregnant. Um, you know, he she found a credit card statement, you know, with some VIP club stuff. And she confronted him and said that he said, oh, my God, like, it's over. Like, I'm so sorry. And literally, like, the next day, she went into labor with her child. And then, like, all the memories started happening. And they just kind of swept it under the rug and moved well, on. I mean, yeah, you're in such a vulnerable position. She has no money, no job. She has all these kids. And now you have a newborn baby. Like, of course, that's what you're going to do. It'd be so hard not to do that. Of course, yeah. Um, But then it also comes out that she never told, like, her mom or her sister... Yeah. Some of her close friends. That's got to be the tough part. Now and that was TV. heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just like, and yeah, that would just suck to have to even explain that. Like if that happened with me and Diane, she would be mad I didn't tell her. Like yeah. it, that, it wouldn't even be, she wouldn't be sad that I got cheated on. She'd be like, I can't believe you didn't tell me. <laughs> you know. Again, just like Ross and Rachel. It, and you knew about this and didn't tell us? Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so she's telling Dolores this, that she puts out a plate of grapes. Again, relatable. <laughs> okay, so tell me about Dolores. Why is everyone so stunned that she has a townhouse by herself? Is this like a big move for her? Or like, is it... I'm just confused by her because she has a house that she lived in with her ex-husband mm-hmm. while she's in a relationship with another man. That she built a brand new house with this other man, David, that there's both of their houses, but she refused to move in until they're engaged. Well, he doesn't want to get engaged, so she refused to move in. So then she bought another house for herself, but it's not done in time. This is where I got confused, because last week they showed her in that house and her kids coming to live with her. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, but now she's in the townhouse. I'm like, so are the kids in the townhouse with you? Or are they staying in the empty house? They must be, right? In the the town? I, I don't know. I was very confused. I just like, I was just like confused as like, are we celebrating this? Like what's ha- Like it seems like everyone's happy for her, but then they're also confused. So I was just, I mean, TBD I on that. Yeah. Like the house was done. Like she's like, I mean. It, it looks pretty much done. It needed... When she said some some door handles and a railing, that's no reason not to move in. No, like if the floors aren't done or the you know the electricity's not on, okay. But yeah, it's weird. Yeah, for sure. So Margaret um, and her meet up, and they are going to like a home decorating place. And I like how Margaret's like her house is outdated. I'm here to help her. I would be like, ugh, <laughs> how embarrassing. Um. <laughs> And then, like, we, we're kind of jumping back and forth to who is it whose kids are going to, to sleepaway camp? What? What's Jackie's. Jackie. Okay. Jackie's upset because her kids are going to sleepaway camp for 13 days. 
It's a big deal to her. Hmm. Should be celebrating. Yeah. Freedom. <laughs> um, so we go to Dolores's house for this um, townhouse housewarming and all hell breaks loose. So first of all, it looks hotter than hell. They're all complaining about how hot it is and like sniffing each other. I was almost going to puke. Oh, yeah. That grossed me out. And um, <laughs> so and like there's all the spread of the food and everything. It looks all nice. And then um, one by one, like the women arrive and then Jen arrives and it was just like anxiety central. Yeah, you could see it. She like creeped in and like didn't want to like fully enter. Like everyone stopped talking. It literally looked like a nightmare. I would have probably I I could not fault her for leaving or just turning around on my heels and being like, I'm good. Especially Like, like when they're all coming in. What are you crying about? There's <gasps> nothing to cry about. Oh my like, gosh, that Ooh. was really mean. Yeah, and it happened like three different times. And she kind of she tried to stand up for herself and be like, "You guys, I have feelings. There's nothing wrong with crying." And everyone was like, "Well, no, you're a hypocrite." Like it's like, "Oh." Yeah. And then she, finally she repeated over and over and over. She's like, "You guys, this is about my kids. My kids are going to have to deal with this." And finally they kind of backed down over the kid thing that yeah. that worked for her. Yeah. And Jackie of all people, because this is the person Jen came after and was trying to get dirt on. She was the one most supportive. Now, I felt like now I watched last season, but not that like, obviously not enough because I felt like there was something that happened in this scene that I wasn't aware of. But I know she said that her husband is clear and like all of the digging, no one found any evidence that he cheated. Mm -hmm. But I also felt like she did not want to go any further on it. And like, maybe was like a little bit scared that something was really out there. Like, is it for sure that he did not cheat? Like, do you, do the viewers believe that? I mean, yeah. I mean, he's, he said it, but like, even when they brought Frank into it and Frank made another statement again today, as he, they flash back to him. Yeah. Right. Denying it. And, but he actually put out a post today. He's like, again, for the last time, he's like, um, I never once believe Evan cheated. I have no receipts, no knowledge. I've seen and heard nothing. So why would I ever believe it? Because I don't believe it. I've seen nothing. I have nothing. Case closed. Yeah, they kind of put another little question mark about it. Yeah. I was like, wait, I thought this was done. Right. Like she just said it was done, but then like I saw like the panic on her face and just, I mean, I'm sure she just doesn't even want to get into it again. She is. She, I do think now and last season, her reaction is so extreme. Yeah. Where it's like, huh, what? I mean, it's, you can't just be, can you just laugh it off and just be like, whatever, there's rumors every day about, but maybe she's just not used to. I mean, it is very serious. And I think, yeah, when you have kids and everything like that's it's horrible for them to see that. But like she said, she sat down with her kids and said, this didn't happen. So it's over. Um, so, yeah, basically, they all kind of ambush her and she ends up leaving. And then I have Melissa delivers a banger. And this is, again, bringing back our golden child, Teresa. She's like, Melissa goes, the girls that always have it the worst, um, the girls that have it the worst always put on a fake facade that everything's perfect. And the camera pans to Teresa. Oh. And she's got that frozen face like, huh? Like, 
she knows like, yes, Melissa, I'm sure you were aiming that at Teresa as well as Jen. 100. Yeah, that was super awkward. It's kind of like when Sheena used to do that. You know, everything's fine. You just sweep everything under the rug, like with Shay and Rob, just like completely deny there's ever anything wrong. Yeah. Or uh, no. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So basically, the episode kind of ends with like them all going at her, her leaving. And then it looks like next week we get, um, you know, more more (laughs) yeah all right but i'm really liking this season um it's it's good yeah i think it's gonna keep getting good i watched oc holly didn't get a chance to so i won't get into it too much i mean it kind of starts with drunk shannon in and emily drunk shannon's inner spanx and emily is in a thong and they get on a donkey pinata and start riding it and they fall over and you see Emily's full ass and Shannon spanks under her dress as we always do. Um, it was funny. I mean, they're just kind of like getting lit. Um, but the disturbing part of this was when Noella was this episode talking about her birthday present. So they're at the quiet women woman mm-hmm. in the same booth that we sat in, which is also the same booth as the original plate scene. Yes. And the host tells Shannon, she's like, hi, Joe, do you have my booth? He's like, it's the famous booth. It's the Shannon booth. He's like, but tonight you're just going to, we're going to give you a paper plate. She's like, ah, <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. Like, How long have you guys planned out that joke? Yeah. <laughs> um, and Noella is telling Shannon and Emily that she, one birthday got her husband a stack of vaginas and I was like, I couldn't, like, they were all confused. They're like, huh, what? I was picturing, like, the the mold, like, Jenna Jameson made that sells in sex shops. Uh-huh. I was like, did she get, like, a stack of those? Yeah. And, like, Emily was trying to explain it to Shannon. And Shannon was confused. She's like, does he need a ladder? And uh, I still wasn't really getting it. But I just, either way, I'm like, I don't even need to get it. That's just enough. But then they show a picture of the actual vagina stack and it's three women on top of each other and it's like blurred out but it's it's right there it's very clear and it's, but like live women or like yes. a mold no her and two friends okay so like a threesome stack of vaginas yeah they're just laying on top of each other with their like their asses out so i guess he can just like slip it in each one and like eeny meeny miny mo like tic-tac-toe I don't know. <laughs> so, like, I feel like I would need, like, a drama mean for that. So, while he's drilling <laughs> one, like, all, all of you are just, like, rocking. And like, then, like, oh. Noelle's on the bottom. And, like, she's already, like, pancake thin. Like, isn't she going to get crushed? Yeah, I don't That's know. That's what I mean. Yeah. I don't know how it works. Gina's reaction was, like, And then what, what? if, like, things start, like, oozing down to you? Oh, <laughs> I didn't even think that far. Thanks for that visual. Gross. <laughs> is this not very COVID safe? Yeah, this is like very. Can you get COVID through sex? I would Probably, imagine. Yeah, I think like at one point, like they said, don't have sex. <laughs> like in the early Has guidelines. Mats. Have furry sex only. They said wear a mask. Wear a furry costume. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Yeah, what was the other thing? Oh, I think I was watching Summer House and they're all like chugga lugging straight out of the bottle and like passing it around. I'm like Ew. I know you guys had to get tested and vaxxed and everything, but come, you still get it and you're not helping the matter. Like, come on. Yeah. Are we really doing that? Just pour it into a little shot glass. Come on. Yeah. It's gross. Um, so the, yeah, there's that whole storyline. Um, oh, this is kind of interesting. So they go to John Jansen's house, um, which I still think I would take his place right on the bay. Cause he's got his boat, his dock, beach house over like the Kodo houses or even Heather's yeah. or yeah, cause it's right there. What a great life. Anyway. So he's got this boat called the revelry. And all I thought was like, that sounds like a Peter candle. Number one. It does. Um, but they're having dinner with Heather and Terry and Emily and Shane on the boat and Shannon and John Jansen. First of all, they are going in the bay underneath those bridges. And all I kept thinking of was you getting stuck. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. And like ruining your brother's boat rental. <laughs> sitch. I like, ugh. It makes me feel sick every time I think about it. <laughs> so you guys, if you saw, this is right when Shannon was doing like the Titanic move. They just come underneath like a bridge overpass. Well, Holly went under one of those. I've been on these cruises with Holly where she's the captain <laughs> and it's always worked out fine. This time I wasn't with and she got stuck. Ever, I, I mean, I've taken out like, like hundreds of Duffy boats. Like it's like I do it very often <laughs> and I always stay on the same course. But this particular night, it was like we are cruising around and it was like literally the most gorgeous sunset ever. And so I just headed that way, actually kind of where we are right now. And um, I went down this canal that I shouldn't have apparently. And we went under a bridge and in my brother's like, you know, expensive rental boat with like a canvas top. It went under the bridge and it was like, Rawr! and like all of the neighbors came out and were like, oh shit, you know? Oh. And I'm like, oh my God. And like, as soon as it hit, I was just like, oh no. Like I was immediately thinking of what was going to happen to me <laughs> that I just like, how, how much is that worth what I just did? Cause not only did it scrape the canvas, like little cover, like the rods of the boat were like, Rawr! You know, so I'm like, oh, and it my was God. alone as a favor through your brother's work. Yes. So it's and like, so it's job in jeopardy. So we're literally stuck. Like we are lodged under the thing like there. <laughs> so the only thing we could do was back out. And so we literally me and like all my friends had to push down on the bridge and launch the like to like push it out. Like it was the most and <sighs> the sound that it made on that boat was like, <sighs> like it was just like when you crash a car and then you have yeah. to like go out the same way and it crashes again. Or like the parking median things and you, you yes. went too far and you back up. You're or like, you, <laughs> yeah, it's like you crash going in and out. Yes. You know what I mean? Like there's just not, no way around it. <laughs> and it was horrifying. And but so, yes, I thought of you. So they had dinner on this boat and John Jansen is revealing that. So he is John Jr. But he's not the only John Jr. Because his dad remarried. And decided he didn't like original John Jr. for no reason. Like, he was never in trouble or anything like that. He was a good kid. Okay. But he remarried, and he decided to name his son in that marriage also John Jr. Oh, that's awkward. And then he asked number one John Jr. to change his name. 
He disowned him. He didn't want anything to do with him. And he asked him to change his name. Like, what a dick. God. And then Terry went in and said that he had like this asshole stepfather raise him that was a real jerk. And it basically drove him just to succeed to be like, ha ha, fuck you. And that Emily had the same story. So oh wow, they all kind of bonded over their asshole parents. Uh, but I thought that was fucked up about the whole John Jr. thing. Did you see today that there was a, a article release in Daily Mail saying that Real Housewives of Orange County star Heather Dubrow's 15-year-old daughter, Kat, comes out as a lesbian one year after her sister, Max, 18, announced she was bisexual. Yeah, and they talk about it, I think, next week. Because now Kat is saying she had told her mom that, but on next week's episode, she's saying she wants to uncome out because she's getting so many comments on like her Instagram and maybe at school too. Oh wow. Like people like negative comments. That's crazy. So she wants to take back saying that she's bi. Yeah. Or a lesbian. I don't know that I I probably wouldn't have gone public with that info, especially with how young they are. Right. But you know, good for them. Yeah. Exactly. What, what, What is happening? I hear yelling outside the door. Something always happens. Do you hear that? Hold on, guys. Someone's yelling. They stopped. (laughs) Oh, there's someone. Can you hurry up? Did you guys hear that? Couple fight next door. Also, why is your room like perfectly kept? Oh my god. Hello? You guys, they're throwing things at everything. (laughs) Never a dull moment around here. (laughs) Oh, well, there really isn't because. I was. I came in from the pool. I was at the bar, and all of a sudden, half the staff of the hotel sprints past me in the bar, straight into the kitchen. The bartender's like, "What the hell's going on?" What the fuck did you think was gonna happen? Hold on, hold on. Sorry. You pulled your dick out and went pee and didn't tell me anything about the experience. You said you pulled your dick out and went pee. No, I didn't. But I wanted you to say, like, hey. Sweetheart. No, no, don't flip my head. I'm gonna kill you. We're not having sex. <gasps> They're not having sex, you guys. She's mad. April. No, no, it's great. I can't believe that we can hear them this close. Like we both have on headphones. It's kind of hard to hear. That's probably not exciting for you guys to hear, but... But the ambulance and fire department came. um, A vendor in the kitchen had slipped and, like, fell and... Oh, no. And then when I was waiting for you, I was really annoyed because I was like, why is that noise? 
there was like all these teenagers in the hot tub and they're like fuck 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 <coughs> just cursing and swearing and as, as the youngins do um but then also i saw two security guards out there like taking him all away and i was like yes <laughs> Um, so a lot of action, a lot of yeah. security around this place. Well, we better kind of hustle this up because I still need to use your internet to upload this and get to valet. Oh, it's 24-7, but yeah, I'm almost done. So, okay, one thing that was annoying, Noella, so they go to game night at Emily's and she's wearing wep- uh, leopard and Gina comes in she, and Noella's like, look, Gina, I'm wearing leopard. And Gina's like, cool. She's like, well, I thought you'd love it. Like, I'm totally throwing Jersey vibes. And Gina's like, cool except for i'm not from jersey oh my gosh (laughs) little shade and then okay the last point is just this is just so horrible to watch is jen and ryan slash ryan i mean he just wants nothing to do with like filming or discussing their relationship on camera oh god is does he she tries to get him to sit down yes it's horrible He's like, he's holding this dog and he keeps like playing with it and looking at the dog. And she's like, she's being really serious. She's like, can you please just go bring the dog to the children? We really need to talk. He goes, "Mm, no, I don't feel like it. And he keeps like playing with the dog. And he's like, you know, I really don't want to discuss this. She's like, why? He's like, cause I don't, I don't. She's like, why? I don't. She's like, well, we need to. Nope. Nope. I'm walking away. I'm walking away. She's like, no, why? Why? Like she's relentless. He walks away. She follows him. She's like, we need to talk about this. He's like, nope. Okay, I guess I'll leave the house and go for a, a you know, a longer walk. Yeah, he does not want to film. It is so awkward to watch. Oh, I can't wait to see it. And next week, I think they, I think he leaves her next week. But like, I don't. What the fuck? Like they're literally fighting, you guys. I don't see them making it out. I don't see her making it as a cast member next year, and I don't see them making it as a couple next year. Yeah, it's really sad. It's sad. Yeah, it is. But it's really a classic case of a season one housewife. Yes. This, we can see, we know the formula now. We know it. So it's sad. All right, you guys, well, that's it. Okay, we will be back with another episode next week and stay tuned for all of our updates that we're going to have. I'll, and we I'll also let you know how the fight turns out. Yeah, we'll let you know. And oh, also I'm going to post the video. Um, I took Sarah's lead for um, seeing what they were filming. I have just a short video that I can post in our Facebook group. They were definitely filming something and maybe some of you Eagle Eye fans will know who that girl is. And I got some girl in a yellow dress, hmm. but there was a huge filming crew at this house. All, it was going to be a party for sure. Right. Outside my doctor's office last week when I when we podcasted. And it was like, it's in the backyard backing up to her doctor's office. So I think they're probably going to do um, like drone shots and it could possibly get someone walking into the doctor's office, you know, and that's why they had to. Okay put that it literally backs up to the got it okay so you guys thank you so much for listening as always and we'll talk to you later bye bye